Welcome to Bids and Proposals for Dummies, Short Episodes, Big Wins, a podcast inspired by the book written by APMP fellows, Charlie Devine and Neil Cobb. Each episode gives you bite-sized, expert tips to help you navigate the complexities of bid and proposal writing and provides industry best practices on winning business. In today's episode, we'll cover competitive intelligence and analysis, including SWOT analysis and bidder comparison matrix, as crucial tools for assessing competitors, gathering intelligence on incumbents and customers to unseat them, and the art of ghosting the competition by highlighting strengths and minimizing weaknesses. In today's competitive business landscape, it's crucial for companies to have a clear understanding of their competitors. By conducting thorough research and intelligence gathering, businesses can identify where their competitors excel and where they fall short. However, simply having this knowledge is not enough. It's essential to analyze this information alongside your own capabilities and the needs of your customers. In this episode, we'll explore two tools that can help you gain a clearer picture of your company's position in relation to your competitors. The first tool we'll discuss is the SWOT analysis, which stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. This common tool allows proposal professionals to measure their own strengths and weaknesses against those of their competitors. Creating a simple grid in a word processing software or spreadsheet can help you organize and visualize this analysis. Remember to label each SWOT with the competitor's name, the customer's name, and the date it was developed. Whether you choose a rigorous or cursory approach to your SWOT analysis, it's important to answer all the questions in the table to ensure a comprehensive proposal. After completing the SWOT analysis, you may want to take it a step further by creating a bidder comparison matrix. This tool allows you to score the strengths and weaknesses of all significant bidders against the customer's requirements. By objectively reflecting the customer's perception of your team and the competition, you can avoid skewing the evaluation in your favor. To fill out the bidder comparison matrix, gather a group of colleagues familiar with the customer, its market, and your competitors. List all the customer's issues, needs, and key requirements in the requirements and issues column, and assign weighting factors to indicate their importance. Based on the SWOT analysis, Assign points to your company and competitors on a 10-point scale for each requirement. Multiply these points by the applicable weighting factors to determine a total weighted score. The Bitter Comparison Matrix provides a new perspective on your competitors and can guide you in crafting win themes and ghosting statements for your proposal. For example, if you discover that quality is essential to the customer, and certain competitors fall short in this aspect. You can highlight your reputation for quality and provide relevant proof points. Similarly, if a competitor lacks capabilities and needs to rely on subcontractors or multiple vendor partners, you can emphasize your full set of capabilities and expertise in delivering all requirements at a lower cost. In conclusion, understanding your competitors is key to winning business. By using tools like the SWOT analysis and bidder comparison matrix, 
you can gain insights into how your capabilities stack up against the competition and tailor your proposal accordingly. Remember to thoroughly research your competitors and utilize sources that your prospective customer values. Armed with this knowledge, you can confidently position your company as the superior choice for your customers. Now, let's talk about unseating incumbents. So, when it comes to contracts up for renewal, the current providers, or incumbents, usually have a bunch of advantages over their competition. They know the customer inside out, they're familiar with the work, and they know the cost of everything. However, there are some self-imposed disadvantages that make them vulnerable. Now here's the thing. Standard sales strategies won't cut it if you want to unseat an incumbent. You've got to dig deeper and gather enough intelligence to figure out how to neutralize their strengths and take advantage of their weaknesses. Patience, smart analysis, and a persuasive proposal are your weapons to leverage incumbents' weaknesses and win those contracts. So how can you unseat incumbents who are up for contract renewal? First, gather intel on the customer and the incumbent well in advance. Look for signs that the incumbent is getting complacent or arrogant. Get inside both organizations to identify their advantages and vulnerabilities. And remember, filter the information you gather because opinions can be biased. Next, assess the incumbent's performance and come up with improved solutions. Put your findings in a spreadsheet and identify gaps in your own solution, then close those gaps. After that, qualify the opportunity and decide on your course of action. Can you beat this incumbent? Do you have the resources and strategies to do it? Can you meet the customer's needs better? Now it's time to capitalize on the incumbent's weaknesses and neutralize their strengths. Develop better solutions and tactfully showcase them to increase the customer's dissatisfaction. And be careful, the customer may spill the beans to the incumbent. Determine the right price to win by understanding the customer's budget and studying the incumbent's pricing. Don't forget to be vigilant and prepared for surprises because the incumbent will put up a fight when they see you as a threat. Lastly, prepare a persuasive proposal that addresses the customer's dissatisfactions and hot buttons, proving that you can do better. And remember, winning new business is important, but keeping existing customers is just as crucial. Don't get complacent and always pursue contract renewals just as aggressively. That's it! Now go out there and unseat those incumbents! So, you want to learn about ghosting your competition. It's an interesting technique used in proposal writing to subtly undermine your rivals without being confrontational. Instead of trash talk, ghosting is more like those eerie, squeaking doors in the middle of the night that make you feel uneasy. It's all about creating a little sense of unease. The key here is to never name your competitor directly and remember that ghosting isn't always negative. You can also ghost your competition by highlighting your own strengths and letting the weaknesses of your rivals remain implied. One way to approach ghosting is through trade-off analysis. This technique involves assessing different approaches 
and building a rationale for selecting one over the others. It can help you highlight your strengths, plant seeds of doubt about your competitor's weaknesses, and promote your own way of doing things. To create effective ghosting statements, you first need to review your organization's strengths in relation to the customer's requirements and preferences. Prioritize these strengths and consider how they can counter your competitors' ghosting of your weaknesses. At the same time, compile your competitors' weaknesses and look for common shortcomings that you can contrast with your strengths. This gives you a basis for comparison contrast ghost statements. You should also assess your competitors' strengths and see if they echo your own or counterbalance their weaknesses. Eliminate any elements in your strengths list that are no longer clear advantages and cross out competitors' strengths that you can clearly diminish. Finally, compare your weaknesses against your competitors' strengths to identify potential weaknesses they can attack and find ways to make those weaknesses irrelevant for the specific opportunity. Once you've completed the trade-off analysis, you have all the raw material you need for writing ghosting statements. But remember, ghosting should be used in moderation. It's a way to educate your customer and gain a slight competitive advantage, but always take the high road. Ghosting is not about spreading rumors or telling lies. It's about pointing out shortcomings for which you have proof. So, to ghost your competition effectively, you can highlight your strengths by substantiating them with statements that showcase your organization's capabilities. Use trade-off analysis as a form of persuasion. Create comparison charts to showcase your solution's features and differentiate shared strengths by pointing out associated discriminators. On the flip side, you can draw attention to your competitors' weaknesses by using comparison contrast statements to emphasize your strengths in relation to their weaknesses. You can also quote reputable watchdogs to highlight your opponent's weaknesses. And if you have overcome past issues, acknowledge them and demonstrate how you've improved. With these techniques in mind, you'll be able to ghost your competition, highlight your strengths, point out weaknesses, and minimize your organization's weaknesses. In this episode, we discuss the importance of competitive intelligence and analysis, how to unseat incumbents, and the art of ghosting the competition to gain a competitive edge. Thank you for joining us today on Book for Dummies, where we have explored an array of valuable insights and knowledge, and we can't wait to have you back with us for our next episode. Don't forget to subscribe!